So hello again and welcome to the MCU Rewind, the podcast that rewatches, reviews, and responds to every movie, show, one-shot, and special presentation in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I am one half of this podcast, programmer, viewer of every single episode of Power Rangers, and two-time high school graduator Al Rodriguez. And I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Tony Camarena. Tony, go ahead and introduce yourself. I'm Tony Camarena. I'm a teacher. I have been uh, ranked as more impressive than Disneyland. And I can do my ABCs backwards without looking at anything. <laughs> oh, that's cool. I can't I can't do that. I have always wondered, like, because I've always seen people say, like, if you do a sobriety test, you'll mm-hmm. you, an officer will make you do that. And I always thought, I don't know if I could do that on a good day. Uh, I learned how to do it uh, by being in the early 2000s. Texting on my T9 phone under my desk without looking, so it just chunks it by the letters. <laughs> okay, that makes a lot more sense. I yep. was worried you were going to say you learned to do it because you kept getting pulled over. and uh, <laughs> yeah, Practice makes perfect. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Uh, I guess we should tell everyone uh, what we're doing. That's probably mm-hmm. a good idea. Yeah, okay. All right, uh, so we are doing something a little different. Um you know, for, for a couple of months now, we've done three episodes already of what we kept calling grab bag episodes because we had absolutely no idea what to call these things. Uh, but Tony had a great idea. Tony, why don't you tell everyone what we're calling these now? Yeah, obviously we're a Marvel podcast, so we need to make a grab bag, make this thing where we transform our podcasts into a different thing once a month, uh, more aligned with Marvel sensibilities. So this is now currently called a scroll podcast because we will blatantly copy another podcast most of the time for <laughs> this podcast that's right well just specifically for these episodes the the yeah. ones at the yes. end of the month just just these once a month episodes uh these will be the scroll podcast episodes mm-hmm. um which also by the way just a little bit of a heads up we had a whole conversation um with our friends on mcu need to know for an episode that we will be on theirs in a couple of weeks and we had a whole conversation trying to think of a name um and so if you end up listening to that later on and wonder why uh, we said that, it's because uh, time travel with yeah. podcasts is just a yeah. never-ending problem. That's also true with uh, all the podcasts that will be coming out in May, because we also recorded oh, yeah. those already. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Um, we should probably also explain what this episode is, why the intro was so different and weird. Uh, so there is a podcast that I really enjoy. It's called Quick Question. And we're we're stealing the the concept completely from them. So the the two hosts, uh, I know of them because they they used to write at uh, a comedy website, Cracked.com. Uh, no need to go there anymore. It's uh, not really entertaining. I I get uh, Google News Feed um, like items from different places, and uh, the kind of stuff that they put out now, I just I've had to tell Google to to block them which which makes me sad because i used to love that website and i was there on 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 there every day yeah Ugh. yeah i used to follow them on well no i still follow them on twitter but i see it's like the same six articles that they retweet every month so every time i see them i'm like huh why do i still follow them but then i don't do anything about it yeah yeah, it's so it's so hard, right? Because you've already scrolled like seven whatever past. You're like, I don't need to go back. Yep. Yeah. I'll, I'll do it next time. And next time, nev- well, it happens, but it never occurs to you again. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so we're, we're not here to uh, insult a comedy website. We are here to steal from a different podcast. And so uh, anyway, it, it's a fun comedic show. Uh, so if you're in the market for listening to another show i do recommend it so quick question is the podcast uh and the the general format is it's two friends who live on opposite ends of the country one guy in new york and the other guy in la uh and they ask each other questions so we thought hey tony and i we're two uh really good friends best friend i don't i don't want to speak for you tony so i'm just gonna i'm just gonna say we're really good friends and uh <laughs> and we also live in opposite ends of the country uh california and unfortunately florida Mm -hmm. so we figured yeah why not let's let's steal uh every aspect of the show i guess uh so i'm gonna go ahead and start tony i have a quick question for you yeah uh what are you most looking forward to rewinding right you know we we have a whole schedule of things up until i think 2028 is what we currently Mm -hmm. have uh scheduled out to 
what are you what are you looking forward to? I have uh, two answers to this. Uh, I've been looking forward to for a very long time. Uh, one l- less exciting is I'm very curious about how we are going to rewind at least the first couple episodes of WandaVision. Because uh, the superhero antics don't happen until like episode four. <laughs> oh, that is a good point. I mean, considering our, our format and how we do things, uh, it's it's going gonna, it's gonna to be weird. I mean... We'll probably just change our format maybe a little bit, right? Or or something. Yeah. I don't know. We joke about this, that like every time we think there's no way we can talk about this thing for an hour, we still mm-hmm. somehow get to, you know, at least the 50 minute mark. Yeah, I mean, definitely, definitely true. I'm, yeah, so I'm just, I'm just thinking about like, do we just talk about who's the villain in the show? And is it, is it the um, uh, Vision's boss? Is is he the actual villain of the first episode? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, the other one I'm uh, looking forward to, for completely personal reasons, is Iron Fist season two. Oh, uh, because I saw them at uh, at Comic Con and got real pumped for it, and actually enjoyed season two. So I'm not sure if it's going to hold up because Iron Fist is really bad. <laughs> okay. I I do not remember season two very much. Like I, mm-hmm. I remember a couple of things. I remember the general plot, or at least what I think yeah. happens in the general plot. But I don't really remember why it takes that many episodes. Like this keeps happening. Um, we mm-hmm. uh, let's see. We we did Jessica Jones season two recently. Yep. And I remember thinking, like, okay, I remember, you know, these beats, and for the most part, that was like the big parts of the season. But I don't remember why it was a, was it 12, 13 episodes? 13 episodes, yeah. 13, okay, yeah. I, I don't remember how it could have taken 13 episodes. I mean, now that we've seen it, I remember. But I have that exact same thought with uh, Iron Fist Season 2. Yeah, Iron Fist Season 2 is only 10 episodes, though. So they'll only be spinning their wheels for two episodes. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Woo. <laughs> oh, what are you looking forward to? Uh, you know, I'm looking forward to starting the Disney Plus shows just in general, mm-hmm. and it doesn't have anything to do specifically with like looking forward to those shows, like due to quality or whatever reasons. It's actually just because, you know, when those shows came out, you and I had been doing this podcast at least for a couple of years by then, uh, but we had we'd gotten a little bit better, and those shows, I feel like when I watched them, I remember thinking, oh man, I can't wait to talk about this on the like to actually rewind mm-hmm. and really talk about them um because i mean even today or like not today but i mean like nowadays when you and i talk about uh so, some of these shows that we're rewinding uh, or you know every so often a movie which is great yeah we uh um you know we compare that to all this future stuff so i'm, I'm really I, I guess i'm just looking forward to the future <laughs> you know a while out yeah i'm looking forward to being done with certain things like i uh, before we started recording uh resuming uh agents of shield i wanted to like re-watch agents of shield like i wanted to start season one but like i feel like i can't do that till i finish this the series Mm -hmm. in the podcast and i feel Mm -hmm. a little bit that way with like movies that we haven't covered and marvel shows that we haven't covered because like well yeah i'm going but i'm going to rewatch it soon not thinking yeah i'm gonna be rewatching it in 2027 yes i can watch miss marvel but yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah exactly uh so yeah i, I mean I, I just pulled up our our little excel sheet that we use to to kind of tell ourselves you know what our, our order mm-hmm. is and it looks like we start wandavision in 2026 now um every time i look at that spreadsheet i get a small existential crisis so <laughs> Small, I try not small. to look at that. <laughs> well, you, <laughs> you know, know, once we I, get, I, the... I get a large one when, and I haven't done this since I signed the paperwork, but when I signed the paperwork for my mortgage, that was a large <laughs> existential crisis. Because, <laughs> because that was the I'm assuming a 30 year mortgage. Yeah, yeah. So at the time, yeah. it was like, uh, we're going to be done in 2050. And like that's that's not a real year. That's <laughs> that's science fiction. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you'll be. Uh, well into your your 60s mm-hmm. um two yeah. heart attacks i assume um i you know what i i hope the first one kills me but yeah right. 
well, good luck. But I mean, you're a teacher. I just assume that that's very common for that profession. Um, but yeah, if, if if I didn't have six weeks off in the summer, I probably would have one already at the age of 34. <laughs> well, let's see what happens in 15 years. How, how many weeks <laughs> right. off you get for the summer? Yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, you know, we, we <laughs> going to bring it back, get get away from that uh, depressing note. Um, you know, I, I talking about WandaVision, you know, in 2026, uh, like just, let's see, that's, that's about the end of that year. But in 2027 alone, we get through like what's it, four movies, mm-hmm. uh, five, five, five movies and a handful of TV shows. And like, we'll be caught up with She-Hulk in early January of yeah, 2028. That's so like the when thing. we get that, yeah. Is once we get through shield not that i want to get through shield because i love that show but yeah. shield the finale of season seven of shield signifies like the end of marvel tv and then everything's marvel studios which with the exception of apparently daredevil is like, going to be a lot shorter mm-hmm. yeah yeah oh uh, also tony you forgot the uh 10 episodes of hellstrom is that after season seven it is, yeah. So it was. So season seven was in the summer, and uh, Hellstrom started in like September or October because it was okay. like it was spooky, right? Kind of thing. It was the supposed to be the scary stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. No, that that makes sense. Um. Okay, I did not know that because for me, Marvel TV ends, in, um, in uh, Agents of Shield season seven. Um, it's still debatable so we, if we want yes. to cover Hellstrom. Yes, yeah, we're we're still not sure if we're going to. I mean, honestly, we're just going to get to it, and we're going to flip a coin. Um, no, no, I no, no, no. Assume... dude, it's going to be: do we suffer through ten episodes of Hellstrom? I think ten episodes, or do we start <laughs> Wandavision? I think uh, we have a one-off episode in between. Sorry, I, I have our schedule up. So yeah, I'm just yeah, yeah. That. We we have a, a one-off episode to do the Team Thor one shots. Which will be okay. fun. We're definitely doing those. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but yes, no. I mean, you're you're right. Like we're gonna think about that. But if we get to that point, Tony, in 2026, and you still have not watched Hellstrom, <laughs> I'm going to make you do it. I'm going to make I, you watch it for the first time for this podcast. I and to be have, honest, I have no honest, reason to watch it other than not to watch it for the show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you know what? You might as well just not watch it at all, uh, and then. Because you're you're either gonna watch it once, maybe twice, or definitely once. Yep. I mean that's fair. Mm-hmm. That I'm then now I'm definitely not watching it. Not good thinking. Yeah. 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 What wasn't gonna watch it? Or I could just tell you I watched it. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll we'll get to that point. I'll ask you. You'll say yes, I have, and then I'll say. All right, we don't need to watch it again. Let's move on. <laughs> and I'll be like, yes, with a fist bump or a fist pump, and you will be like, suspicious. I will be, yeah. Yep, yep. But All I right. won't ask too many questions after that. Yeah. All right. Hey, Al. <laughs> yeah. Quick question. Oh, okay. Yeah. Didn't expect this for some reason, yeah. but yes. Yeah. Uh, which MCU hero and villain matchups would you like have liked to see? So anyone, live, dead. Anything, what villain matchup and hero matchup would you like to see uh, go down? Ooh, that is a good question. Um, give me a second to think about it. I, I want to know your answer, but I'm, I, I need a second. Um, I would like to... Um, I guess we kind of saw that. <laughs> you, you wrote the question. You should know the answer. I don't have any answers to my questions. I didn't expect to have to go first. No. Oh. Um. Uh. Well, I'd like to see Mordo versus Strange. I'll tell you that, but that's probably not, that's not what I was looking for. Um. Uh, Iron Man versus uh, the real Mandarin. I mean, we never got that. Which he's like the closest thing Iron Man has to a uh, arch nemesis in the comics because I don't think he really has one. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't think so. Um. And I do like stories of technology versus uh, technology we don't understand yet, which is mm-hmm. also equivalent to magic. Um, 
or a good Ultron story, <laughs> which we kind of got in What If. <laughs> yeah, but it's What If. It doesn't count, right? Um, I, you know, speaking about that, that you know, technology versus uh, technology we don't understand. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember what the story was, uh, but I, I, there was a comic once, um, or a story. I don't remember what the, I don't remember what the the run was, uh, but it was probably mid twenty. Teens, so I don't know, 2014, 2015, mm-hmm. somewhere in that range. Um, and I forget what starts it, but basically, um, Malekith, the Dark Elf, does something, and then Iron Man gets very angry, so he just goes to their their realm mm-hmm. and just starts fighting a bunch of Dark Elves, and he's yep. he's basically just killing them all. Is from what I could remember. Uh, and then, and he just wins. Like if this is tech, yeah. this is his technology just winning against uh, the technology. He maybe he understands it now. Maybe that's why he keeps winning. He understands it. Uh, yeah, Stark. I mean, I like I don't know if that's part of War of the Realms because I only read the main um, series. I didn't read all the ancillary stuff. But I would love not. to see War of the Realms. Uh, have you read yeah, any of it, that? I have not, but it was definitely not part of that story because I, I think that was, I think that was after, uh, maybe. I think War of the Realms was like twenty nineteen, so it might have been before. Okay. Yeah, so so yeah, I think War of the Realms was definitely after. This was like mm-hmm. this had this was not part of a, a big storyline like event. It was it was it was like a like just a couple of issues of a, like a single run, a single story. Yeah, so. uh, War of the Realms, and well, I made it. I don't think I've finished, but I read a lot of Jason Aaron's run on Thor and uh that's the uh um oh god I'm blanking on it um Christian Bale's character in <laughs> Thor Love and Thunder <laughs> oh yeah um I don't know why I can't remember his name either but yeah the god killer something yeah something, yeah whatever yeah, yeah. The, the god killer um that's that's his story but also Malekith is a big thing War of the Realms is a big thing and his. So I read a lot of that stuff, and I was like, "Hey, Malekith is a really good character. I maybe they'll bring him into the MCU." So- oh crap! <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh well, yeah, yeah. They, I mean, they've stopped killing off villains lately. It feels like maybe, eh, maybe not. Maybe they've just been introducing. Like, you know what? I don't know. I, I every example in my mind that I'm thinking of uh, doesn't really count anymore. Like, oh the. The real Mandarin. Oh nope, no he. I mean he died, and then the real villain was that demon. Oh, they also killed the demon. Okay, uh, so yeah. Well, it's like okay, so a lot of the villains recently are building up to Thunderbolts. So it's like, um, mm-hmm. but True. not all of them are I consider villains. <laughs> I'm like, uh, uh, the new Black Widow. Um, uh, God, I can't. I don't know any of Phase Four characters. <laughs> Yeah, I, I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, like I was trying to think. <laughs> well, like, I am really happy that if the rumors are true that they're slowing down production because we got too much mm-hmm. in 2021. <laughs> I agree. To, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, if you if you look at it like uh, Natasha's sister, Natasha's adoptive father, Bucky, Ghost. I mean, Ghost was a villain, but I don't consider her a villain that much. Are they? They aren't. These guys aren't villains. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I, I kind of. That's one of the things I'm actually kind of appreciating more. Um, with the the MCU, mm-hmm. lately has been more like. These are these are more characters in the story. They have their valid reasons for doing what they're doing, yep. and unfortunately, they're choosing to you know do antagonistic things right mm-hmm. uh for the most part illegal and dangerous uh deadly that kind of stuff right mm-hmm. like like ghost right ghost is the one i'm thinking of specifically here where you know she kind of needed to do this stuff just to survive for the most part um and they're able to play with that right they're able to keep this character around uh later on instead yeah. of just killing her yeah yeah um, I'm, I'm also yeah i'm glad they bring her back i thought her character was interesting she was my favorite part of Ant-Man and the Wasp, which is one of my least favorite Marvel movies. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I did not have enough time to rewatch that film before watching 
Quantum Mania. Yeah. Uh, but I got I, like a half hour in. I had no will to watch that film before Quantum Mania. <laughs> uh, so I did rewatch Loki. I rewatched that too. I'm looking forward to season two. I think that'll be nice. Maybe sort of. I don't know. I think I'm starting to get burned out on the all the time travel stuff. We'll we'll see. Maybe maybe this will have better answers to how time travel works. But I no, it, it won't. I'm it sure. Won't. I'm sure. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, like after, um, after the multiverse saga, which might go into like 2030. Now that everything's slowing, slowing down, <laughs> but uh, maybe we'll ease up on time travel in different dimensions or it will just be part of the universe Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. either way true Mm -hmm. yeah i I mean now i have to answer the question Mm -hmm. i guess uh who would i want to see hero villain yeah yeah um i was i was trying to i i don't really have a good answer honestly um you know on one hand i i have been wanting um oh oh this technically counts i think just barely as an answer okay um something that i've been saying for years not out loud i don't even know if i told it to you tony (laughs) um has been uh i really think a scar son of hulk story would be cool uh this is like i was thinking this years ago back when universal had the rights to the hulk characters and so they could have made that movie like i thought it would be cool if they did that uh basically the same thing that sony is doing with spider-man where they retain the character they make the move or they basically just let disney do whatever they want and then they just make a lot of the money off of that character Mm -hmm. and i always thought it'd be cool to to do that and like you just go into space you have a cool space opera kind of thing that's going on um you can kind of sort of tie it in with other things if you really want to but you don't have to uh you can you can have a cameo or two that's it Uh, I, yeah, I thought that that's something that would was really that's something I thought would be really cool, um, and we I guess we might get something like that now now that uh, given what happened at the end of She Hulk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. I mean, uh, personally, I hope they fix up his CG because like I did not have a problem with She Hulk CG except for mm-hmm. his character model. That's the only problem I had in the entire thing about the CG. Same. Yeah, I, I had the same exact same thoughts. Like once we saw him for and, and that's probably why we only saw him for like a second and a half of screen yeah. time, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um when you're talking about like the future, um, and you wanted to see a space opera, it made me think, uh the word opera. Uh is there a way like this is not something I'd written down, but is there a musical hero or villain? Could we have a Marvel musical? <laughs> Oh, I'm sure. I'm definitely sure we could, and it it doesn't have to be as specific to a hero villain. Like it can it can be any. This is Marvel; they do uh, that. But I'm looking it up because <laughs> um, uh, Donald Glover, aka Childish Gambino, uh, mm-hmm. this is news I heard a long time ago. Uh, he signed on to do a musical version of um, some like some Sony character. I'm looking it up. Hmm. Okay. The Hypno Hustler, uh, <laughs> who's a disco-themed he uh, villain, Spider-Man villain, and I guess Donald Glover has at one point either rumored or actually signed on for one of those Sony Pictures Universal movie characters, the Spunk, as it, hmm. they call it. <laughs> okay. So, so what you're saying is. If he is signed on, there is one of these Sony movies that will actually be good. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's what I love and hate about Donald Glover is he's so good at everything, and I'm so freaking jealous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did you see his stand-up special? Uh, how many did he do? I've seen one of them. One, one that what? I know of, the one on, I think it's on Netflix. Then yeah yeah I saw that one years ago yeah so and that, like... <laughs> yeah and I saw it years ago too but it's like I got really mad that he's also <laughs> good at stand up because he's a great rapper he's a great comedic mm-hmm. actor he's a great writer I was like no stop stop it stop it <laughs> yeah I I learned the stuff about him in the opposite because I I knew of him from Community like mm-hmm. I hadn't watched the show yet at the time uh, now I've I've seen the whole series but um so like I knew he was funny. And I thought, oh, okay, let me watch his stand-up routine. I love stand-up. Like, oh, he's really funny. Uh, and then 
uh, then I saw Community, and then I learned that he could, uh, you know, rap uh, as Childish Gambino, and he's also uh, a writer. Like he he wrote for Thirty Rock, mm-hmm. probably other show. Oh, what's the other show that just ended uh, or is currently ending? Atlanta. His show on on FX, yeah, Atlanta, uh, which yeah. I've been meaning to watch. Anyway, learning it in that order also is just like like I'm 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 waiting for another thing. Like also. Uh, he's gonna work for NASA for a summer. Just why not? Like he, he just kind of feels like it. It's it's his calling. I mean, yeah. he was in the Martian, and he did like thing of the plan. He saved everybody. So essentially, he was in Men- <laughs> he was <in> NASA. <laughs> oh, okay. I did not see that movie. So okay, I love that movie. <laughs> it's like maybe not top ten, but it's definitely in my top twenty favorite movies. <laughs> hmm, okay. Yeah. It's like it's it's a it's the same feeling I have for like the West Wing. Uh, my uh, wife calls it competency porn. It's just like people being competent at their job, and it's like you really feel good that people can actually do this. So like West Wings, yeah. people in the government who are competent at their job, which is exceedingly rare. And then uh, the Martian is all about like NASA fixing that problem of hey that guy got stuck there. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I never thought about that. Um, so a friend of mine, um, him and his wife, they're both, uh, they're both, uh, physicists. I don't know if that, I, I, sure. Let, let's, let's say they're both physicists. Okay. They both have degrees in physics. I don't know if they use them for work, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, so he, he loved that movie. His yeah. wife hated it because as soon as they, like, she wasn't really liking it, but then they get to the end. And she just immediately starts nitpicking, like, this yep. this is wrong, this is wrong, this wouldn't happen. Like, okay, that's fine. That, that unfortunately ruined it for her. But at least the competency part, yeah, what you're saying makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I mean, I really am good <laughs> at separating, like, things I know uh, scientifically from fiction. Um, mm-hmm. I know a ridiculous amount of dinos- about dinosaurs. Uh, mm-hmm. I listen to a dinosaur podcast, and I know Jurassic Park is horribly inaccurate because of not enough feathers that is one of the reasons yes <laughs> um but uh yeah but i'm totally fine still watching jurassic park because i can separate myself from that abbott elementary mm-hmm. on the other hand as a teacher a lot of that's dead on but also the characters leave their classroom all the time to talk that would be complete and utter chaos <laughs> no matter the best class in the world you cannot leave them for a second <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah um yeah you know i never thought about that yeah you're you're right uh i haven't I, that is a show that i need to watch more of like for some reason i when i watch it i enjoy it i just don't remember to go back and watch it and i don't know why mm-hmm. um, yeah um my i had a f- or i still have a friend but she used to work in the parks department in uh, sacramento and she would always say, at the time that Parks and Rec was airing, and she would always say, like, this is dead on. This is exactly like how it is. And I was always skeptical. It's like, no way it could be like that. But Abbott Elementary, it's like, no, that's exactly how it is. I was like, <laughs> they will come up with a premise, and I will pause it, and I will tell my wife exactly how this is going to go down, and we'll press play, and it goes down exactly how I think. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Um, I... I still have not watched Silicon Valley. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, you and I watched that those two episodes for that Probably. podcast. We we tried to do and then and then said never again. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that was it. It from the the software world, like that's why I also cannot just watch that because too too many things are too accurate, and even yeah. the things that are exaggerating are just too close to home. <laughs> Yeah, the thing is, I love Abbott Elementary because I feel seen. <laughs> ah, okay. That's true. Also, the characters on your show aren't all horrible people. That is true. They are all... No, yeah, they're all horrible people from the two episodes we watched. Yeah. Especially the main Every guy, who I can't remember his name, but yeah. Same. Mm-hmm. So much so that I don't like him in anything else I see him in. I don't can't think of something else. Oh, wait, no. He's in those Sam specials with the... Uh, John Ralphio from Parks and Rec. That's a good. Show. Those are good. <laughs> okay, I haven't. Yeah, seen you you won't enjoy it because you don't like him. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it always sucks, right? Uh, when when I'm, I just dislike something so much that I dislike the actor, uh, and I can never tell. Like, is it? Am I disliking 
the actor because like are they always typecast or uh, am i disliking them because they are just this kind of character as a person and they're bringing that to the character that they're playing because that happens every so often with some yeah uh with some characters yeah or some actors Mm -hmm. well this is how i do it's like if they're comedians you'll you can watch your stand-up special and if they act like their character i know people put on a persona but they're leaning into it then i like i know i'm not gonna like them Mm -hmm. yeah 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 that's good good thinking yeah hey tony uh i have a quick question yeah um what do you think of the mcu as a whole like uh currently right now like do you think the the current state is like better worse like how would you describe it what what do you think what do you think's going on right because this is one of those things like ever since uh endgame came out you know Mm -hmm. a lot of things have have come and gone and there's been i feel like there's been a lot more uh negativity towards the mcu lately um more valid criticism i feel like instead of it used to be uh, i don't like that much cgi um, and this is always coming from people who didn't know that some of their favorite shows, literally every scene has yeah. CGI at this point. Like every every high budget show has to have something. Um, but anyway, uh, now they have valid criticism. So yeah, yeah. what do you think? What do, what do you think about it? It's hard. I mean, we've, we've both mentioned it before. We are getting tired, but we are also more engaged in Marvel stuff than the average person. Mm-hmm. Um. I think I think uh, it's exactly what we said. It's burnout. They put too much stuff out. They had a glut after the pandemic and they put too much stuff out too fast. Uh I don't think it is as high quality as Phase 3. I but I do think it's on par with Phase 1 and 2. I don't think it's significantly worse than anything else with exception of a few things. I mean I don't think Love and Thunder was that great. I know people hated it, and I didn't hate it, but I don't think it was that great. Um, mm-hmm. I have serious problems with Quantumania, um, mm-hmm. even before Jonathan Majors made a terrible decision and showed who he is. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, was yeah. it was it Modok? That that was your big problem. No, I love Modok. Modok is the best thing ever. <laughs> Oh, God, I hate him so much. Anyway. <laughs> it's the fact that they... Uh, my biggest problem was they chickened out at the end. They should have left Scott and Janet in the... Oh, not Janet. Uh, Hope in the quantum realm. That oh, yeah. Oh. yeah. God, they uh, they keep not making the the tough decision. Like, they keep not doing the, the crazy yep. thing, right? Yeah. It would be so cool. And obviously... Oh, I'm guys, sure uh, spoilers, for, spoilers for Quantumania. <laughs> <laughs> oh crap i'm sorry <laughs> no that's uh, that's on me i brought it up <laughs> yeah yeah i mean to be fair like they're not gonna do a big thing like that in an ant-man movie unfortunately like we we kind of know it right oh like uh the character thing like yeah like, like like they're not gonna kill off ant-man in an ant-man movie no um, they're not they're not and i don't expect them to uh but it's like <laughs> the end of the captain america trilogy is cap making a sacrifice like it's a big sacrifice going on the run and yeah it's mm-hmm. it's it's wrapped up in infinity war and endgame and mm-hmm. i like it but it's like it's a huge change mm-hmm. iron man trilogy they rewound that because they took out like he was moving on from the suits and then mm-hmm. two movies yeah. later he's back in the suit well yeah but just the one yeah, yeah, but yeah, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they rewound yeah, that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and th- like th- that's the thing is like they rewound then they rewound uh, Thor. Uh, well, not really. Like they got rid of Asgard. They got um, as far as he knows. Oh wait, no, Loki died in Infinity War. I mean, they got rid of Asgard. So far, Asgard's mm-hmm. not back. <laughs> yeah, well, there, there's new Asgard. There, uh, the Asgardians yeah. are safe. They live on Earth, right? Yeah. They, yeah, yeah. They have a new king. That's true. King Valkyrie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, so to answer your question after oh, yes. 37 hours. <laughs> yeah, I, I do think it's, we got such strong movies in Phase 3, it really ruined us for everything else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I, I pretty much agree with you on, on that. Like, just, yeah. I, I do think that it 
feels a little disorganized mm-hmm. um, because I feel like we're getting a lot of stuff that's like like they have an end goal in mind. Mm-hmm. And I think every so often it feels like some stuff is really strong pushing toward that end goal. Other times it's like, yeah, by the way, th- this end goal is there, right? Like Quantumania was a big thing with Kang and time yeah. travel stuff and all of that. Like it, it, it literally was like an introduction to Kang if you haven't seen that one episode of Loki, right? Yeah. Um, and uh, then we have Thor Love and Thunder with absolutely nothing uh, involving this, which was, was kind of nice. Uh, but then we also have uh, Doctor Strange, which has... There's no time travel, but there's multiverse stuff, mm-hmm. and then they're introducing some multiverse stuff, and it it feels like that multi or well, we know that multiverse stuff was very different from the multiverse stuff in Loki for valid storyline reasons, but mm-hmm. it feels so disjointed, like because of that, like like you have to know this stuff, right? Like it's, I feel like a lot of the stuff now is you have to be, like you have to nerd out to really know the storyline. Like you, you no, can't just right. you can't be the like, hey, uh, I like these other Marvel films. Should I go see this movie? And I'm like, I listen. I can't tell you. I don't know. I'm I'm too into it. I sure maybe I don't know. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I like uh, my mom. Uh, I my, my mom's a big basketball. Well, I'm a big basketball fan. My mom's a big basketball fan. And as we're recording this, uh, our Sacramento Kings are in the playoffs for the first time in 16 years. So I went over there to watch game one. Mm-hmm. A commercial came on for Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. And she she used to keep up with Marvel stuff. But she asked me, like, she loves the Guardians movies more than everyone. And I was like, I might want to go see that. Mm-hmm. I was like, she hasn't watched anything from Phase 4. I think we watched Black Widow when it came mm-hmm. out. But we haven't watched anything. It's like, I don't know if she can watch it. Like, I know, like, she saw Endgame when it came out. But, mm-hmm. I mean... She's not thinking about it all the time. Is she gonna remember that Gamora doesn't know really who Quill is? I mm-hmm. like, yeah. I can't tell her to sit down and watch six movies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I, I do think, I think if a movie isn't like, I, th- I feel like right now, if a movie comes out and it's not dealing with time travel and or quantum stuff, whatever multiverse, then it's probably not gonna have anything to do with uh, that big story. Like I'm. I am expecting, like, right, like, because right now we're like three or mm-hmm. four weeks away from seeing um, Guardians Volume Three, and I am not expecting any multiverse stuff at all. Like, maybe an end credit scene, yeah. but that's it. But question for you, question, mm-hmm. uh, not a quick question, a, quick but a regular question. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, will uh, would you say leading up to Endgame and Infinity War, could you skip the second two Captain America movies? They didn't have any Infinity Stones. They didn't have Thanos or anything. Oh yeah, that's a good question. Because like, because it's still their journey, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah no, you're right. That is hard because because this is the hey, everyone gets their story. This is where mm-hmm. they currently are, and then let's bring all of them together for one big thing. And and that's tough, right? Because I it, it because on one hand, you don't want to have to introduce too much. Uh, st- like you, you don't want to have to keep reminding everyone. Hey, by the way, this happened in this movie. This happened yeah. in this movie. Yeah. Um, but you also want to be accommodating to the people who might not have seen those. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, they're just going to be so lost. Which I'm sure happened during Infinity War. Oh Maybe no, I, I I agree. I agree. Um, um, the Russos. I remember an interview with the, it was either the Russos or Marcus and McFeely who wrote the movie. <laughs> but one of them said something to the effect of. At this point, come talking about Endgame or Infinity War, if you haven't, this is not a good entry point for the MCU. If you haven't been watching it, this is not where you should start. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and that's a problem. Problem comics have. That's why DC reboots every three and a half years. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's why if you open a random Batman comic to any page, no matter what, uh, you will hear a line him about him. Uh, talking about the night his parents died that made him become Batman. Yeah. Yep, yep. <laughs> I, I genuinely believe that. Um, I have a few uh, but, graphic novels of Batman. Should I grab one and just see? Yes, I want you okay. to, to step away right now. I am grabbing that right now. Okay. okay. Oh, 
All right. All right. I have no New idea. 52, New 52, Batman and Robin, Volume 1, Born to Kill. Okay. Random page. Let's see. Oh, I was really worried that it was that. Um, <laughs> this is someone murdering someone else, but it is not Batman's parents. Batman's not uh, Okay. In in those those two pages that you see. All right, fine, fine. Yeah. Way to ruin my. I flipped to another All page, right. and it does have the Wayne's murder. Oh, <laughs> the second, oh, wow. the second one. <laughs> it's 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 because it's Damian Wayne. It's Batman talking to Damian about the murder of his parents. Wow. Okay. So it wasn't the first one, but it definitely was the second one. All right. So if you flip open to a random page of a Batman comic, you have a fifty percent chance of hearing that story. I think that's conclusive. Okay. Uh, science. Oh, let me write that down so it's science. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> We're not just messing around. That's right. Uh, yeah, uh, but yeah. I think that's why, like, my burnout of Marvel is just the glut of stuff, which I'm really <laughs> happy we're slowing down on that. I still have faith in Kevin Feige and the many other creatives, because everyone gives Kevin Feige credit. There are many other creatives there. Yeah, this is that. an incredibly giant in like they they essentially created a new industry of yeah. movies, right? For for this, like there are however many tens of thousands of people that work on this. Mm-hmm. Like, so yeah. so yes, it, 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 there's no one person. Like, um, so I I know you have a lot more to say. I just wanted to mm-hmm. give a little tangent too, because like we do the same thing with directors, right? Like, because the directors like they're the person in front and they're talking, right? Like James Gunn is getting a lot of stuff for a lot of the DC stuff. But like even before that, James Gunn got a lot of credit for the Guardians movies. Cause, and I'm sure he did a lot. I don't know if he wrote them. Um, I never looked into who wrote them, unfortunately. I feel um, like he did, but I'm not sure. I'm not looking but, up either. But even if he... Let's say he did. He directed and wrote all of the movies. There are still a lot of other people who make those creative decisions, right? There are the people who make the decisions on... Uh, set design and costumes mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of that other stuff that we see that are very important to to enjoying the film and that yeah. kind of stuff, right? So yeah. anyway, sorry, go go ahead. And no, what you're saying. But I have faith, that, uh, like I have not lost faith in the writers that all this stuff that's happening, all this glut that's happening, even Moon Knight that seems the most disconnected, will have a reason in King Dynasty and Secret Wars and it will all come together. I still think like we're we I mean I know we're technically in phase 5 now but we just finished phase 4 and yeah, we're not seeing the big picture yet. I mean, yeah, we had a team up and we saw Thanos turn around, but we didn't know what Infinity War was going to be at that time. We didn't know that yeah. Tesseract was even a stone. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I, I think the thing that I thought is, back then, those were really good standalone films. Like, even with the Avengers, like, the first Avengers, you kind of did have to, like, you didn't have to know these characters from their movies that they were already yeah. in. Um, It helped, but at, at a minimum, that movie, that one movie, The Avengers, was a really good film by itself. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I can say that about all of them now. Like, I don't know if I could say that about uh, Ant-Man. If I watch Ant-Man 1, 2, and then 3, it's it's tough. Like Bad example. It, it, yeah, you're right. Um, that is a really bad example. But but no, I, uh, I, get, I get what you're saying. Like, does <laughs> does uh, Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness work if you didn't know about what Loki was going through in the multiverse? That type of thing. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if that matters as much, right? Because these are okay. two very separate storylines, and I honestly, I don't think it mattered. Um, I think I think people would have been more confused about Wanda and how she ended up in her position. Yeah. Like, because that was, uh, I, a number of people actually talked to me after seeing that movie, uh, like coworkers and stuff, and like, mm-hmm. hey, did I miss something? What happened to, to Wanda? Like, oh, sorry about that. Yes, this you was legitimately important. missed something. Yes, you missed uh, an end credit scene from the, her TV show. Oh, okay, and that explains everything, but not. So yeah, don't get me started on <laughs> what they did to Wanda. Uh, yeah, well, instead of starting was, you on that, hmm? she was an awesome villain, but hmm. also she shouldn't have been the villain. 
I agree with both points. Yes. Um, Instead of starting on complaining about that, do you have any quick questions? I was going to ask you a quick question. Al, (laughs) it kind of relates to this. What's the biggest missed opportunity in the MCU? What's something you really wished had happened but didn't happen? Could be a big moment, small moment. Ooh, uh, I have gone on the record, and by record I mean posted on Twitter years ago and did not delete the tweet, so it's still out there. Uh, I think I've said it multiple times, actually, that I think when Infinity War was done, was made, and at the end they uh, snap half the world away, Mm -hmm. uh, they shouldn't have undone it in Endgame. I think whoever was gone should have been gone. Now, obviously, that means that they would change who left, Right, they yeah. they would do something, and maybe you could make some argument that the heroes stopped Thanos in a sense, so it wasn't fifty percent. Maybe mm-hmm. he was only able to do ten percent or something, right, of, of the universe's population. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like they, if if they lose, it should be an actual loss. Like if the heroes genuinely lose something, mm-hmm. they should genuinely lose. Yeah, um, and I was shocked that they went with five years. I mean, that they felt that, and it changed the world. So, it felt like it changed the world in the course of that movie. When we got to Shang-Chi and Miss Marvel, nothing. Like, there was no effect on the world. Um, I mean, I thought that at the time, um, mm-hmm. but now, having lived through uh, a global pandemic, um, I agree. and seeing how much people just ignore that now, I'm like, oh, you know what? I... I guess I agree with that, unfortunately. Yeah, I, can, um, I can definitely see that. Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, there, I'm sure there were, like, at, at a minimum, that first year, everyone was um, going crazy from, from the perspective mm-hmm. of, like, you know, living in that world. Like, half the world is gone. At a minimum, we just need to survive because I don't yeah. know how many um, water turbines for our electricity just mm-hmm. stop working because no one knows how to run them. Exactly. Um, but, uh, you know, ignoring that part, uh, you know, it, I guess, I guess it, it all makes sense it, mm-hmm. it, uh, with how people on Earth uh, would react. So, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I have a couple answers to this. Um, one very small. Something I really wanted to see happen in Endgame that did not happen mm-hmm. is, okay, so um, in the first Avengers movie, the original Avengers movie, uh, I feel like a very significant part of the movie was when... Tony Stark turns to Captain America and says, call it Captain, and pretty much gives him the authority to lead the Avengers. Mm-hmm. I I don't know if I would want this person to lead the Avengers, but I really want Captain America to turn to Captain Marvel and say that same line. <laughs> kind of passing the baton from mm-hmm. one generation to the next. Oh, okay. Yeah, that would have yeah. been cool. Mm-hmm. And then the interactions we don't get with characters, that would have been great. Um, yeah, Cap... I mean... More of Captain Marvel and Thor. Um, uh, more of Rocket with Tony. I think that's big missed opportunities, um, especially with the like, characters who are dead and they can't interact anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing is a Marvel Studios marketing problem. <laughs> is I think Captain America: Civil War and Avengers: Infinity War were misnamed. I think mm-hmm. they should have just been marvel's civil war and marvel's infinity war because i've said this many many times civil war is not a captain america movie it is a sub avengers movie and infinity war was not avengers movie because the avengers never unite so it should have just been infinity war and then we've we've had the triumphant avengers endgame of the reuniting of those six avengers plus rocket and a few others Mm-hmm. I disagree on the Infinity War one, but I, I agree okay. with you on the others. Like, I, I do think, like, in Infinity War, we see all of the Avengers, like, all of the characters from the Avengers team. Yes, they're not together. Um, they're not assembled. Um, but, you know, they are disassembled, and then they assemble in Endgame. Um, yeah. yeah well, I, that's I, what, I feel like that's it why at I... least is close. Yeah. Yeah. That's, well, that's why I think it's not an Avengers movie, is, like, they don't assemble. Mm. Oh, I mean, okay. they lose yeah, they're not because they're destroyed. I mean, they're just simple. <laughs> That's true. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, so going through this, I did actually think of another uh, big missed mm-hmm. opportunity. And, and it's something that we talk about all the time. Uh, ignoring the TV shows, yep. right? Like, I 
I would have loved it if we get to Endgame and uh, you know we're we're at the end with Tony Stark's funeral and hey, there's Coulson in the back. He he attended the funeral. Yeah, uh, that that would have been great. Col- like, Coulson and May, so because May would have gone with him. Yeah, she would have gone. You know, just to to be around. But and then you know someone can talk to Coulson like, uh, oh, uh, what's um, I completely forgot her name. Um, Tony Stark's wife, uh, Pepper, oh, Pepper. Pepper Potts. Yeah, uh, Pepper like turning to him uh, to Coulson saying, "I'm so glad you were able to make it." Uh, but we thought you died, and he says, "Oh yeah, um, so I didn't die there. I did die later. I'm a robot now, by the way." And then he like does something. So yeah, that that would have been funny. It would have killed the the mood because that was such a somber mm-hmm. scene. Um, but uh, it would have. I, I thought that would have been nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one thing I'm most mad about is the fact that Jarvis from uh, Captain Carter or Agent mm-hmm. Carter showed up in an earlier scene. Really, really brought my hopes up that, you know, Netflix or ABC characters would even like possibly be in the background as an Easter egg. Yeah, just yeah. that. That's all yeah. I really need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, I, I think I've talked about this on the show before, but uh, in Star Wars Rogue One. Mm-hmm. When they have Chopper in the background from Rebels and they call Hera's name over the PA system. That's all I needed. I was totally happy with that. I am yeah, really easy to please. <laughs> exactly. I mean, yeah. now those characters are showing up in, no, in other oh, yeah. stuff, but but that's that, but you don't need that. I mean, like I, if, if you I, never I got that, you would yeah. still be happy. Yeah, I appreciate it, but I, like, I appreciate that I'm going to get all those guys in Ahsoka, but I was satisfied. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah um and like star wars has their own problems but they do fan service really well marvel does fan service really well especially in the end game mm-hmm. but i think yeah um uh star wars does it better i think star trek does yeah. it the best especially with picard <laughs> wrapping up <laughs> mm. but i still need to watch that okay yeah uh as as the time of recording uh two days till the final episode Ooh. okay so i I have too much to watch this week. Okay, got it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all right, uh, all right. You know we're we're closing up on time, Tony. If you have any other last quick questions you want to ask, if not, I have one. Um, yeah, I'm, no, take I'm, it you know, away because my last question would not take a, uh, just a few minutes. <laughs> oh, okay, uh, Tony, do you think the MCU will end? Uh, that I need a clarifying question. Uh, are you talking about on its own terms or fizzle out? Um, mm, that's a good question. Uh, because it will, one. it will end. Either, whatever you think. Yeah, I think um, it will end. Mm-hmm. Everything okay. ends, and eventually, everything like, eventually, the Earth will be destroyed. No, <laughs> that's not what I mean. But yes, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, the cinematic landscape will change enough that could be five years, could be twenty years, but eventually, it will end. Um. I think it will end on its own terms. It may be waning in popularity, mm-hmm. but I think um, they will end it with some great climactic thing, and then they'll try rebooting it and fail. Yeah, that that, that probably makes sense. I, I was kind of thinking that it would kind of get a Star Wars treatment for a while. Okay. I think maybe it'll it'll they'll really wind down things and then they'll just end up with, you know, maybe, maybe they'll just do a couple of movies. It'll just be team up movies at that point. And then, and then they'll, they'll stop, but they'll still have some, uh, some TV shows. Like maybe they'll, they'll have like one show a year kind of thing Mm -hmm. going to Disney plus or whatever exists. Uh, And then whenever they feel like it, they can go back to this world that they've kind of slowly been building. Right. Like I, I think that, that is an option in the future where like uh you know with with star wars what we're getting right now is we're getting a lot of stuff from these cartoons that existed for years in between movies Mm -hmm. and i i kind of think that hey maybe that's something that they'll do i feel like disney is at least in the well we could still make it and make some money off of it so sure why not i i i feel like that's probably a, a a strategy that they will try to do especially given how much they've learned uh, from what they can do with Star Wars. So, yeah. 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 And I mean, they're, they're, they seem to be smart. Like, obviously, they're getting worse reception in the last couple movies and shows and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah. they're slowing it down. They're retooling. If the rumors are true, mm-hmm. they're slowing it down. They're retooling some scripts uh, to make it less humorous. I think if they are adaptable, they're not stuck in their ways. I mean, mm-hmm. the MCU is way more malleable than Star Wars is because Star Wars, for the most part, is there's a certain Star Wars tone. And if you don't reach that Star Wars tone, I mean, you're going to piss people off no matter what. But <laughs> mm-hmm. it just That's, doesn't work. Yeah. Where Marvel is like, <clears throat> we have straight comedies. We've got more dramatic. I mean, they're all action. But like uh, more serious Winter Soldiers. We've got a super serious Eternals. Whether or not you consider that a success or not. Compared to the other MCU movies, not so much. Mm-hmm. But... um. We've got the yeah the humorous Ant Man movies. We've got a wide variety, and you can do a lot more in Marvel. I mean, Jessica Jones, I feel like fits with the tone of the MCU. It's got the humor, it's got mm-hmm. serious, it's got a little bit of action, and it's polar opposite from Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah they, they've done a good job of, of building out the many different things that they that exist and. Uh, I I kind of think I kind of wonder how much of that is like why the MCU is getting so much hate lately because now you have a lot of things that aren't made for you right like mm-hmm. you know I like um you know maybe you liked a lot of the the very action fun kind of stuff but you know then we got the Eternals and you know for the most part I enjoyed it I didn't think it was bad I think there were some things that could have been better uh, but. Like, I didn't think it was horrible, but I think there are a lot of people who are like, yeah, this isn't something that I have come to enjoy from the MCU. Yeah. And so now I hate it and I think everything's going downhill. Yep. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, but yeah. 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 I, I, mm-hmm. I just think that you can't make everybody happy. Yeah. <laughs> so you shouldn't try. <laughs> Yeah, um, I mean, a couple of years ago, like just before Disney Plus launched, or maybe it was like just after, but uh, there was this quote from Kevin Feige saying that you know his goal was to have new Marvel content on Disney Plus every month. Every single month would have something new, right? And they did. They did. So far, they have. I don't think they've missed a month in the three no. years. Well, they months. have now. Now they've slowed down. Like. Oh yeah, now mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But like in twenty twenty one and twenty twenty two, it's been new Marvel stuff every month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So I like, uh, yeah. And so maybe this is um, them showing that yeah, they they can change. Um, they, they they had too much, so that they don't have to uh, end the MCU early. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I yeah. I feel. Um, I was having this conversation with my friend about Star Wars and Star Trek, but I think it works mm-hmm. with the MCU. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I, with Star Trek, I've been a lot more. I think this stuff's better than the stuff we've got for Star Wars, and mm-hmm. the most recent stuff we've got for um for Marvel, because they have currently like three different storylines. Like, three different timelines. They have Strange New Worlds, which takes place in the original series era. They've got Picard, which is in the, like, right after TNG era. And Lower Decks is in the same time zone. And then we've got Discovery, which is in the far future. So, yeah, we can have different stories. And they can kind of interact and affect each other through time. But it's like, they don't need to be intertwined as much as Boba Fett, Mandalorian, Ahsoka all that stuff and all of the mcu and i think that's a real benefit so Mm -hmm. if like we are able to sometimes have a story like uh captain america the first avenger that takes place in the past and we'll have another story like i don't know old i don't i know we've done this but like an old man logan something in the far future Mm -hmm. i think that would benefit because like if something contradicts we've got decades to fix it and it gives us more variety, so not everything has to be intricately linked. Mm-hmm. If you miss something, then you're out of luck. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, makes a lot of sense. Really start separating things to a point where you can... You, there's there's less work you have to do to be a nerd. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, the MCU, I mean, yes, we do this podcast, and as much as I love this podcast, it is work. But the MCU just in general feels like work. Yeah, you have to know when something's coming out. Uh, you have to uh, know when the tickets for a movie are going to go on sale so you can get mm-hmm. a good seat and not get spoilers. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's the thing, is spoilers. is like... Oh, God, yeah. And it's true all around. I'm like, I, as soon as we log off, I'm going to be watching Ted Lasso so I don't get spoiled. And then tomorrow, I'm going to get up early to watch The Mandalorian, so I don't get spoiled. And then after mm-hmm. that, I'm going to get up early to watch Picard, so I don't get spoiled. You guys know exactly when we're recording this, because the finales of Picard and Mandalorian coming up this week. Yep, exactly. And I am, I'm not going to wake up early, but I'm going to have to avoid a lot of the internet to not miss the new Power Rangers movie that comes out tomorrow. I don't want that to be spoiled. It's fine. You can give me spoilers, Internet. I, it's it's Power Rangers. It's it's fine. I know what's going to happen. <laughs> they'll you morph know? and they'll win, or, and then then they'll have to get into their Zords, and then they'll fight, and then they'll win, and that's it. Yep. That's that every how, episode. Hmm? That is how the last thing of Power Rangers I saw that 2017 movie that we saw together. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that was a long episode. A little bit more teenage angst than they used to be uh but what are we at over over 900 episodes a thousand i don't know how many episodes but yeah yeah i'm not watching that yes i've I've watched thousands of hours of or hundreds of hours of star trek and star wars and critical role which is Mm -hmm. literally thousands of hours i'm not doing power rangers buddy (laughs) Uh, no good good You, you know i mean this is a show made for children yeah, um, like you, you don't have to watch it. Like sometimes there are things hey, hey. that are made for kids that are enjoyable to adults. This is not one of them. Star Wars and Marvel made for children. Seen it all. <laughs> made for children can be enjoyed by adults. Okay. Yeah, there's there's, there's 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 a line. There's a line. Okay. All right, I I think we're done. Right. I think so. Good. But this was a lot of fun. Yeah, this was. We'll we'll probably do it again. Um, yeah. and you know what? Hey, everyone out there listening, if you're still listening. Uh, listen, we, we're, we're still doing these. Uh, this is the fourth one. We're going to do at least six of them, uh, until we make any decisions on changing them. So mm-hmm. we'll, we'll keep doing these scroll episodes. Um, but Hey, if you have any ideas of what you want us to do, let us know. Uh, if you do not like that, just flat out, let us know that too. We want to know, we need some, some, uh, input, all of that kind of stuff. Uh, you can follow Tony online at TonyCam12. Uh, you can follow me online at ProgrammerAl. You can follow MCU Rewind at MCU underscore Rewind. Or you can send us an email at MCURewind at gmail.com. Uh, any of those ways to contact us. If you want to give us any feedback, that works. Uh, or you can do it in a review. A review is also a good way to give some feedback. Mm-hmm. Uh, put it at the five stars so that way we read it first. That's just, that's the order, right? That's just how that, that works. <laughs> Um, and you can also visit our website at mcurewind.com. All right, bye. Have a marvelous day. On the scroll home world in a secret laboratory, they modified a chromosome and so begins the story of a scroll whose nearly impossible chore is to battle and defeat the Fantastic Four. He's super scroll, incredible. He's Nietzsche as Nietzsche, and that's noble. Though to us he seems preposterous, it's really not for us to just pass a rash judgment on the super scroll. Cause his left arm can stretch like it's made out of plastic. It's as elastic as Mr. Fantastic. His right arm's got our androx for skin From the shoulder down, he's as strong as Big Ben Grimm He can turn one leg invisible Which really isn't all that practical Unless you're extremely gullible You won't get fooled by Super Scroll. His other leg is flammable Same thing as inflammable He crosses his legs and then he learns his visible leg can still get burned Though his appearance is and raises many questions anatomical His features aren't as malleable As the features of his fellow scroll. From his hat down to his shoes He wears unstable molecules He's endorsing RC Cola Improves and shakes with Arnhem Zola He's not even possible But what the hell, he's Super Scroll He can't tie his shoes without an oven mitt And he has a hard time finding shirts that fit Painfully impossible, technically impossible Socks he's got a closet full His favorite band is Jeff
Super Scrolls.